Okay, so there is one offering I really think you need to place into your ecosystem or your funnel. Uh, you know, in the previous episode, we talked about that. What's at the top of the funnel? What's in the middle? What's at the bottom? Let's just draw back. Simplistically, at the top of the funnel, you have books and ebooks and audiobooks, things of that nature. Maybe even right below the top, a mini course. At the bottom of the funnel, you've got this one-to-one access. Maybe perhaps even some masterminds, some keynote speeches, things like that. In the middle of the funnel, you have memberships. And also you have this unique offering titled or named courses. That's what we want to talk about in this episode of the Amplify podcast. Now for the next two episodes, we want to talk about courses and coaching because I really think these somewhere in the middle of the funnel, it depends on what you're doing, whether it's group coaching, one-to-one coaching, however all that fits together. We're going to talk a little bit about how to price that stuff, about where it fits, where it flows, and how these two are alike and how they're different. So courses and coaching. Okay, Beth, let's talk about it. Let's go. What are you going to start with? Courses or coaching? Um, well, I think, I think, uh, mm. I don't know. You know, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about why I think courses actually work. All right, let me give, let me give you three really quick reasons that I think courses are good. And then we're going to figure it out. We obviously don't script this. We, we sound like we're such amateurs. Yeah, it's part of it. Well, I mean, and let me let me just honestly tell you, like, as far as amateur, we're recording this again on a Yeti Blue mic on an iPad with because it's an Apple. It's got this stinking dongle thing on our kitchen table, kitchen table right here. Uh, that's what you're hearing clicking. So here's what I'm saying is you don't have to have all the fancy bells and whistles and all that kind of stuff in order to get started. We are on purpose doing this right here. Even though we've recorded audiobooks in the studio, all that kind of stuff, just showing you it's accessible, you can do it. Okay, so we didn't script it. Hey friends, you're just taking a break from the podcast to let you know about a free download we have for you. The link is down below in the show notes. It is the 11 mind shifts that really you need to make to shift in the new information and influencer economy. That's what you're involved in right now. I don't know about you, but when I was starting this, I really didn't know how to go about things. And maybe you've done what I've done. You think, you know what? Seems like I learned everything the hard way. So these are 11 lessons that we learned, goodness, over the course of about seven or eight years of, uh, honestly, some victories and then really transparently some mistakes that were made in the publishing industry. And so all of that has really shifted. And as we say many times, you don't need the permission of someone to publish your idea or to release your message to the world. What you really need is just a simple process, a step-by-step framework that works for you, that other people have used. The 11 Mind Shifts really is the startup of that. And so you're going to learn how to use different processes. You're going to learn how to share your message. You're going to learn, hey, where does the money actually come from, Uh, whether you're motivated by the income or not. It honestly takes money to amplify your message. And so we'll talk about the place of a publisher, the place of do-it-yourself. All of that information is in a free PDF download. Just click the link in the show notes below uh, at www.amplifyonline.info slash 
11, I'll repeat it, amplifyonline.info slash 11, and you'll have instant access to the 11 mind shifts. That is amplifyonline.info slash the number 11. Here's three reasons I think that courses actually work right now, and then that'll lead us into coaching. Again, it's two episodes. It's a one-two punch. Number one, courses actually show your unique personality. Uh, so when people read a book, they pick it up for the first time. They've never heard you on a podcast. They've never heard you on an audio book. They haven't heard you on social media. When they grab a course of yours, the cool thing about the course, <laughs> and this could be, uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's cool. It could be a stinking liability. I just can't wait to hear what you're about to say. <laughs> well, in the course, they can see your personality. Like there's video. Uh, you you can, and I do think some people should do screen share on courses, not because they're ugly and all this kind of stuff. Like, all right, we were talking with our friend Jessica earlier, just a precious gal. And one of the things she's putting together is to show people how to do Photoshop. Well, that really needs to be a screen share. They need to watch you do it while you're narrating it. You know, I think a lot of the courses that we do, a lot of the content that we drop in Amplify Pro, that's a screen share. Because I don't need people looking at me, all of a sudden I sling a slide on the screen, and then they're like, oh no, the slide's gone. I, I gotta, I, oh, oh, you, uh, I, I need to get it back. Uh, so there's a great time and place. You've got to figure this out whether you should do your course with the screen share or be on camera. But either way you do it, like people get a glimpse, especially if they see your facial expression. Because I think communication is probably 90% nonverbal. It's your tone, your pace, what you look like, you know, eye rolls or engagement, all that. Um, but they catch that on a course. And that can be a great factor if you're moving them from the book to a course down to coaching. I can think of a few times where I've continued the course because it was such a unique set of insights but the delivery was really bad and I can think of instances where I have stayed on listening because even though the information was not really that good but the, but the person's personality was something that I was really drawn to yeah so I think it works both ways but if I hear you right you can rely on some screen sharing if you have anxiety with being on camera, maybe, I mean, even I think with that's, the course. All right, so let me say this. I, th I think that if you're not comfortable talking on camera, let me just say this. I do think that there is a skill that people have with public speaking. I would even say this. Based on some of the other content that we teach on a completely different website, I think there is even a supernatural gift of speaking. All right, but I think that talent is, there's this parable in the New Testament Jesus told about some guys uh, have a one talent, some guys had a five talent, some guys had a 10 talent gift. Like, I think there's a one talent gift of talking. I think some people have a five talent gift. I think some people have a 10, but, you know, in that parable, even the guy that had five doubled it, the guy that had 10 doubled it, the guy that one buried it. Like, they all grew their talent except for the one that was negligent. You can grow. You can adapt. You can level up in the skill. I do think speaking on camera, it's a skill. 
you've got to acknowledge some people are always going to be better at it. It's always going to come easier. Just like running a freaking wind sprint, there's always going to be people faster. I, I, growing up, my dad said this. He said, hey, just be humble because there's always somebody smarter. There's always somebody faster. There's always some somebody better. He wasn't saying that to push me down. He was saying that to say, because you know, if I won something, kick the goal in a soccer match, you know, I'm strutting off. He's like, "Hey, wait, wait, whoa, 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 good job!" And well, <laughs> what a, I'm gonna I'm gonna reframe from what I was about to say, but no, I hear you, and you know, I think when someone is talking about something that is within their wheelhouse things start to flow. Yeah. And so there's an ease that, that comes. I know that that's true with me. A lot of times you're like poking me to say something on this podcast and I'm like, it's like my voice can't even speak, but it's not because I'm nervous or I'm scared. I mean, we're sitting at our kitchen table and like, you've seen me naked. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's true. I I mean, we're married. So yeah, that's a thing, but boom, boom, that's, my point is that now there are people everywhere that are replaying that. Why, 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 why? He saw her naked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my, my point is I'm not nervous. Um, I, I know how to speak, but if I don't have something to say. Because I saw say, you naked. I mean, okay, you've talked stay to me focused. while you're naked. <laughs> okay. Look, can we stay focused on the point? I'm not naked right now. Just FYI. But the point is. Slightly disappointing. Um, no, I'm okay. All Let's right, just re- reel it back in. Okay. Me? I'm the one that's trying to stay focused on the point. You said naked. The, obviously, we're, we don't script this. <laughs> the point is, you know, if I don't have something to say, um, it's harder for me to say it. It's harder for me to just force it. Whereas you, on the other hand, like I could throw a camera in front of you at any point, at any time with no preparation and you're you're just going to talk with with ease and so i think there's a beauty in both of those i don't think i have one talent i think i'm yeah you're like 50 or whatever no 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 but it's um, one five or ten or somewhere between okay well you're like 10 but um but so here's the takeaway i think the the word that i feel like i'm trying to give someone but you distracted me so much um the word is like if you're if you're really struggling um, to get your words out, kind of like I'm doing right now, um, but different. Then you know, push back into or press into what it is that you what your message is, and kind yeah. of tweaking that because if it's truly your area of purpose, um, like as soon as you push record and you start talking. You get into this sweet spot where it just starts rolling off your tongue. Like, if I prepare for something, I, I don't speak very well. But if you put me in front of who anybody or as many people as you want to, and I had something to say, like someone asked a question and the spirit moved in me and I could speak. Like, I could speak and you would think that I was the most talented speaker. Yeah. But am I going to just walk up on the stage and, like host an event like you do never ever 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 (laughs) really really yeah so not that anyone's asking me to do that but um anyway i just want to encourage someone with that because i think that there's a lot of messages out there that have not been spoken only because someone is afraid to be on camera and do their and record their course or they just don't want to yeah 
And so, you know, there are there I think are alternatives. You know, you can hire um, a fifth grader to do it, <laughs> or you, you know, just like you can hire somebody to ghostwrite your book. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, I just encourage everyone to give it a go at least once. Yeah, take a shot. And, well, and then also realize again, some of it. You know, you can do screen shares, you can do slides. That might even be more appropriate in some industries. And also, this is a skill. You know, you can learn this, and people are coming in large part. They can see your personality, but they're coming for the content and how you express your voice through the content of it. Let me give you another reason that you should do this uh, is courses actually fit with the current trends that we're seeing. So... People are used to, right now, learning and watching. Let's just back it up. Not even learning. Just consuming content. Watching wherever we want, whenever we want, as often as we'd want. So, you know, back in the day, I remember when I was going to watch something on television, I had to show up at 6 p.m., CST. And you had to use the bathroom in the middle of the commercial. You had to run. Like you had to run. <laughs> yeah, or, or, you know, the magical day was when I learned how to use the VCR and, you and actually time it and record something. Yeah, and then I remember the way oh. where, like, you could pre-record, like, you know, those... TiVo, DVR, oh, yeah, whatever. That, I never had one of those. You know, was, that happened. And then, so now, but we can watch on demand. So, like, the, the user, the consumer of your content is already used to doing that. Yeah, and I want to think, you know, you could probably think COVID in some part, not that we want to think COVID or think the politicians for any of this, not to make a political statement or viewpoint at all. But during that season, people really got used to remote learning. They got used to Zoom calls. I think people got Zoom tired or Zoom, what would be the word? Uh, like they were just fatigued. fatigued yeah. but, but at the same time, they're, they're used to learning whenever, wherever, consuming it on the go. And so it really fits with that trend that, that is current. And then finally, I would say this. As far as courses, there's never really been an easier time for you to be able to share your message with the world. I mean, you think about this. If you're a content creator, the reality is I, I can send an email to... You know, twenty or thirty thousand people right this second, and share part of my message with them this moment, and I can go on social media and share it with I, I don't know several, you know, multiple thousands of people right this moment, and you know, and I know like you know seventy percent of the people in the email won't open up that one, so I, I can send it again and again. I can tell if they opened it. And I can tell them a little bit more and share with them a little bit more. And I can shoot this course by getting an iPhone that shoots in 4K, which is far better than the film cinematography cameras that I grew up watching Star Trek and Star Wars and Superman on. Like, I can do this in my living room. And I can place this without much money online using plug-and-play software. There has never been an easier time to do everything that you want to do to share your message. So not only can people see your personality and style, but it fits with the trends of online learning or the wherever, whenever, however, as much as we want learning. And then there's that other dynamic of it's never been easier to manage the tech. Anybody with a phone can create a course with a full-blown website and accept money. Yeah, You know? 
Yeah. <laughs> She's still envisioning like being naked. <laughs> you're gonna have to cut that. No, I'm not cutting that. That's staying. I'm envisioning that. I think you're the one that's envisioning that. <laughs> yeah, probably so. That's probably true. One of the big questions I get a lot is the technology. How tech savvy do you have to be? And many people assume that they don't have the knowledge or skill set to do the technology that's required to amplify your message. Here's the deal. The way people interact with websites has radically changed, but the technology itself has changed more in your favor. Back when I began, we had to band-aid six, seven, sometimes eight or ten different platforms together, and when one broke, it was like a domino chain reaction. They all fell apart. Now, everything I do is all under one platform, all under one roof. It's Kajabi. So if you've ever seen a website that I put together, it was on Kajabi. If you've received an email from me, sent that through Kajabi. If you've made a purchase and then you've logged into uh, your online library to see a video or a course or even a podcast like this one or even heard an audiobook, all of that featured in Kajabi. Kajabi means to take flight, and what they'll do is really provide you the resources and the tools to help your message take flight and get it out there. Here's the great news. We have a link down below to all of our tools and where you can take advantage of a free trial in Kajabi. We'll provide you some free training. You can make an offer very quickly and begin selling that. And before you even need to pay anything um, for that platform, you could be actually in the green, earning your money. I tell you this too, a lot of people go, well, it's got to be really expensive. No, no, no. I pay less than 15 to 20% per month to run this than I was paying to pull everything else together. That's all on Kajabi. Take advantage of the link below and uh, we'll help navigate you through the process of amplifying your message on Kajabi. Let's take a minute to talk about what a course is made of. All right. All right. So, okay, seriousness. Uh, there, there are three things that I think comprise every course. And, and then I'll go ahead and tell you, there's three things that I think comprise coaching. Now, we may not get into the coaching in this episode, but we're going, again, pack a one-two punch and go back-to-back -back on these. Courses, I think, have this. First of all, a course needs to be built on a framework and coaching needs to be built on a framework. Now, uh, let me give you three elements, I think, that comprise the framework. And then from there, there would be three elements unique to courses, three more that are additional for coaching. So coaching is not going to eliminate what's involved in a course. It's going to add to, because again, it's going deeper in the funnel. And remember, as you go deeper in the funnel, there's more access, there's more value, there's more cost. There's kind of this greater exponential value that, that comes in. So the, the framework, you, I think, if you're going to teach anything that you're purporting to sell as a course or coaching, you've absolutely got to have a framework. Now, framework does this. A framework simplistically takes people from where they are to where they're designed to be in your unique topic. It takes them from where they are now to where they are designed to be. In fact, we say this is just one of those pro tips that you see floating around in the Amplify course where 
every now and then. It's kind of an observation that's not really a main point, but it's like, hey, you really need to hang on to this because this is essential. The pro tip is your course, your book, your message, no matter what form that message takes, it solves a problem and steps people towards their potential. Usually it does both at the same time. It solves the problem. It steps people towards their potential. So, you know, I've referenced my book, Purpose, multiple times. What does purpose do? Solves the problem. What am I here on earth for? How do my gifts and skills and talents of the past, how do they all fit together? How do I add unique value on this world? Does God have me here for a unique reason? It solves that problem because it leads people to seeing how all of that fits together and they step into their potential, which I really say, hey, that's your purpose. The Amplify framework, what does it do? It solves the problem of, I, I have a message, I have something to share, I'm not sure how to do it. And even if I did, like, how do I even fund it? How do I get out there to where people hear it? That's the multiply part. And it can either pay me to do it or it can at least pay its own way. That's the monetized part. Solves the problem. I got a message. How do I get it out there? It's, it's, in, it's in me. It's stirring. The potential is, oh, now it's out there and it's generating revenue. Problem, potential. So the framework is always leading people from where they are to where they're designed to be. This could be in, in, in any area. People don't know how to play the guitar. Oh, now they know how to play the guitar. People don't know how to paint. Oh, now they can paint landscapes. Uh, people don't know how to take portraits. Oh, now they know everything they need to do to take a portrait. People don't know how to, you fill in the blank, now they can, people are overweight, out of shape. Oh, problem, potential is, now they're healthy. Now they've got a new lifestyle change, they're moving in the right direction. Okay, so you got to have that framework. Now the framework is comprised of three things. The framework is comprised of, number one, the destination. That is the potential that we just talked about that you're stepping people to. So number one, every framework has a destination. And, and I would just even insert right here, big footnote. If you are reporting or purporting to sell a course or coach and you do not have a framework, you're just talking. Like that's it. So how would you... That sounds harsh. Well, it, it does a little bit, but it's okay. How would you tell someone that is just talking? Um, just talking. <laughs> I mean, how would you how would you tell them to go about creating a framework? Ah, oh, that's a great spur of the moment. I mean, put me I, on I the think, stinking spot question. Well, I mean, I. I I think I have a simple answer. I think... I think you should answer your own question. <laughs> well, secretly here, what I'm doing is I'm trying to help people figure out how their framework is. I met with someone this morning, just coincidentally. She she kind of awakened this um, memory inside of me that I used to do that for people, but I didn't call it framework. Like, I used to sit across from someone, listen to them, listen to what, you know... They're, I mean, I, I used to call them common threads, like just throughout their story and their message. Oh, that's better. And you then, got common thread. 
Yeah, because it laces it together. But right? mine was a bridge. Like I have a picture of a bridge um, and the amplify stuff. So like, yeah, so it's a right, coming through right and now it's a little bridge. We're talking about me. So it's the same thing. This morning, coming through. I was talking to this woman and listening to what was on her heart, and it just awakened this memory of years ago. Where I mean, that's that was a whole season where I would make my money and I was transitioning out of um, like corporate. Um, type work to more individual ministry um, and mission type work and I would literally write these strategies and it was real similar to what I did for for you when I mean years ago we're just now kind of cycling around most people don't know that like it amplifies because you pushed (laughs) me in a corner so no I didn't push you in a corner in a gracious way so I had this huge piece of paper and I just I just write out all the things and then it's not really the way that I see it. It's just the way the Lord speaks to me. It's one of my skills, my... my um, superpowers? Superpowers. And so it kind of made me remember how much I actually enjoy that work. And so my answer, I mean, I was kind of being funny saying I want to do that for... I can't do that for everyone. But I do think that you need someone outside of yourself to do that for you. And you need someone that you trust, that, you, that will really listen, that has a gifting... Um, and a discernment and, and maybe even the gift of prophecy so they can see um, some foresight um, and they can put it, they can commit it to paper for you and help you communicate what path you're taking them through. And that's kind yeah. of what I did for you and how we ended up here because you're so intimate with your own message that you need someone outside to come in and take a look and and kind of see. I think that ultimately that will be something that we we do in the Amplify Pro um, talk about a lot. I think once I get um, plugged in there, but because I can't not talk about it because it's part of what, what it's just part of the, my heartbeat, right? But so to answer that question, if you if you're just talking like he said and you don't have a framework. I think that you need to, that is one area that I would hire, hire out or get some consulting on because you're so inside your own message. Like yeah. you, you don't see, but you can talk through it. And then in talking through that, if you capture some of that stuff, it can also like breathe some fresh air into all the other parts too. I, I think it's true. You probably do have a framework or you probably do have a common thread if you have a message you just need somebody else very likely to point it out to you and go oh hey yeah that's it that's the structure and that's why I use framework because it is like a common thread common thread is not the whole piece of clothing it's just that's back to the naked analogy it's just it's just the common thread that's going through the whole thing you know the framework is not the house it's the structure of it and you're letting the other people kind of putting on their unique details, their paint on the wall, their colors. There's some uniqueness, but there is a definite structure that's taking people on a journey. Your message, your book, your course, your coaching, your mini book, your audio book, your, all of it. It's solving a problem. It's leading people to potential. So the first part of the framework is that destination. Here's the second part. You need a path. So the path is very similar to the framework, but there is a, uh, and and this is, I think, got to be broken down to if the average user 
comes to your framework and does exactly step by step by step by step by step what you say, they will arrive at the destination. So, so again, that doesn't mean if they half try, they'll arrive. It doesn't mean if they're way below average, they'll make it. It doesn't mean that like if they you know try today, not tomorrow, not you know the not the next day, but ooh, they try again, like they'll make it. No, no, no. The average person who gives it an honest try at your steps, they got to be able to make it. So that's really where the check of is it a proven process doesn't mean it has to be instance. It doesn't mean it, it's not take some time, but it has to work for the average person, even if they have to work hard at it. You know, think about, here's an example of a framework, the couch potato to 5K. So if you are an overweight, out of shape couch potato, no shame on that. I've been the overweight, out of shape couch potato. In, in fact, like right now, not a potato, but like I'm like, hey, I, got, I need to lose about 10 pounds. So if, if you're the overweight, out of shape couch potato, and you do the couch potato to 5K program, it's going to be hard. You're going to sweat. There are going to be days you don't think, oh, I can't make it. There are going to be days you don't want to do it. But if the average person does it, you'll be able to run a 5K. Your framework needs to be the exact same way. Dave Ramsey has a plan that will get you out of debt using a proven process of the debt snowball. It might take some people... <laughs> They might could do it in three days, three months, three years. Some people, it may take five or ten, but if they follow that process, they'll make it, period. Your framework needs to take people from where they are to where they're designed to be, take them from the problem, whatever the problem is. I don't know how to use, again, our friend Jessica is showing people how to use Photoshop. I don't know how to do accounting, but if you walk through the system... They arrive at the end, they know how to do exactly what you're selling. The average user who does it. Hey, wanted to take a quick break from the podcast here. Beth just got up from the kitchen table where we're recording this to go down the hall. And so I thought I would tell you a little bit about Amplify Pro. Here's what we do. Every month we provide you with some content, with some coaching, and with a community of people that are going to help you multiply and monetize your message. If you have ever felt like you're stuck and you're not sure what to do and you've needed some training, uh, but you think, hey, I, I don't necessarily need it in a one-to-one -one setting. I just need a group of people who believe in me and some leadership there where we're dropping out some modules every single month. There's one that is strategically placed to lead you on this journey. And, and then I need to be able to get my questions answered. Uh, that is all happening in Amplify Pro, whether you're trying to learn how to create the content calendar, you're trying to learn how to launch, or you're wondering, how do I grow my online audience? Or what needs to be on my website? Uh, how do I best launch the book? How do I stack the offer to move from a book to upsell audio or coaching or group coaching or even membership programs that are a little bit more robust than that, such as masterminds. How do I fit all of this together? How do I even architect my funnel? All of that is being taught every single month in the new group coaching program, Amplify Pro, where there are other content creators in there. Some of them are just beginning. Some of them are seasoned pros. 
But we all have this in common that we all have a message that we really believe we want to share with the world and we would like to multiply it and spread it far and wide and monetize it whether that's to build a part-time income, a side hustle, or even move into the space where you can absolutely do this full-time. The best next step for you is to join Amplify Pro. All of the information on that is below, and uniquely right now, while we're launching this, the first 100 members are known as pioneers and have some access to some special things listed on that webpage that are exclusive only to them. All of that is in Amplify Pro. So the framework, sometimes it takes you through multiple courses and products. So it's not that the your framework needs to fit inside just that course. Like your course may be part of your framework. Yeah, you may have a, like, you know, you know on my website, Jenkins.tv, there is a four-part framework. Well, well, let's just use Amplify. Amplify has four parts to it. you got the message. That's part one. You've got the Mind shifts. Yeah. <laughs> you looked at me like <laughs> mind shifts. I do know this. I've been I've been studying it. Right. I mean, you've been you've been editing the workbook. Yeah, but so you've got the let's go through it. Message the, the mind mesh. shifts. That's eleven. You've got the media. That's all the different ways you can chop up, fulfill, transform, repurpose that message. And then finally, you have the methods, the habits, the discipline of how to get this stuff done. Four different parts. So that course, the full-blown enchilada, it takes people through three of those. We can't give you the message. We can help you clarify it, articulate it, say it better. You can get into best how to write a book course, you know, but all, all that. But your framework can teach people everything from A to Z, or it can break it down. College is a great example of how they break it down in a major and they shift it into different mini courses called a class <laughs> to get to this major and finally graduate. You know, but if you go through med school, that's a great example. At the end, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to know how to do X, Y, Z, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, it can teach the whole or it can teach part, but it's always leading people forward to a defined solution. And that leads, and I want you to talk about this one. That leads to the third part of the framework, third and final. Number one is a destination that people arrive at. So you're not just teaching them information. You're teaching them how to get somewhere. Number two, it, it does have a path. And if everybody follows that, it's like the yellow brick road. You follow the yellow brick road, where are you going to end up? Oz, lions, tigers, bats. Oh, my. Or is it bears? Uh, lions, lions, tigers, tigers. and Bears. Bears, yeah. Oh, like it's it's not that there's not going to be trouble on the road. It's not that it's going to be easy peasy, but you're going to get there. And here's the other part of the framework. Third part is there are objective. That's so important. Objective milestones, objective markers, objective checkpoints along the way to where people know, hey, I'm I'm, I'm actually making progress. And they're objective. They're not subjective. They're not. Oh, I I feel like I'm making progress. No, no, no. You can look. If I'm driving from here to Austin, Texas, I can look on the road and go, you know what? I'm actually in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm making progress. I can look a little bit later and go, I'm in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeehaw! I'm making progress. can look a little farther and go, 
I'm in Dallas. I'm in Waco. I'm at, like I can tell the whole way. You've driven that a few times, have you? I have. I can tell like I'm actually making progress. I know how far I've come. I know how much far. It's not subjective. Oh, I've been in the car. It feels like it's been a full day. Oh, you're still in Tuscaloosa. You're like only 60 miles out of Birmingham. Mm, gosh, that sounds frightening. That sounds like purgatory. <laughs> yeah, so those milestones. Um, I, I mean, I'm really big on metrics. I think that's important. So I think that, you know, when I'm helping someone understand, you know, kind of what their strategy is, that's a good place to sit for some minutes and really think about, like, that it's kind of like you have to think about like what am I asking that person to do and is that whatever I'm asking them to do is it driving the right behavior to get the right results because the things in your course if it's not promoting the right behavior obviously they're not going to get to where they're trying to go well they got to be able to know they're moving in the right direction just like on that car if you're going from here to Austin Texas and all of a sudden we're in Nashville oh Crap. Yeah, well, we gotta well, yeah, we gotta go that's another a direction. Analogy, but um, yeah. So, but and it, that's it. Sounds so silly the way that we're talking about it now. But when you're preparing your course or your framework, and you really think backwards, it's like reverse strategy. <laughs> you 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 can ponder it very deeply and make sure that you're communicating it. You know, as if a fifth grader could understand it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yep. That's my, that's my new thing. You know, when something is feels so complex, someone would not be taking your course unless they were trying to learn something that they previously did not know or they're trying to accomplish something they haven't been able to accomplish on their own. Or they, they are just wise enough to know that if they get your insight um, to apply whatever it is. So in that framework, I think the metrics are important. And I think that if you're trying to figure out your framework, you should spend some time there. All right. So let's do this. Let's put a pin in it. Here's where we're at. You have learned really why courses fit in with the current trends and why they're important. And, you know, I'll give you three reasons on that. And then we've talked about coaching and courses. you got to have a framework. In the next episode, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss what 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 are what, what are some of the kind of things that qualified as being a course? And then what are some of the additional qualifiers that make it coaching? And we'll start wrapping everything all around that. Okay, i got to do that tagline. Are you about to take your shoes off? Take your shoes off. Y'all come back. No, no, no. I, I want it. Like, if it's not in the public domain. Yeah. Uh, no, if it is in the public domain, I'm going to play the Beverly Hillbillies at the end. That's how we're leaving Hey, look, we're here to help you. Mu- m- yeah, I stuttered. <laughs> it's okay. Just multiply, monetize your message. We'd like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Set a spell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now. Here. Yeah.